My headset is turned up super loud. <laughs> Do you see all that toilet paper <laughs> in my room? Yes. The toilet paper that you hid from the person that we interviewed? His name is Mark. I know. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> and maybe a little mysterious. <laughs> I didn't forget. Mark is my dad's name. Yeah, no, that's fair. Speaking of, I told I told my dad about how you hid the toilet paper because you didn't want Mark to think that we were um that you were hoarding. Uh-huh. When we had the interview, and he thought that was hilarious, but he also said to tell you that he knows about your toilet paper hoarding. Yeah. And you should be ashamed. So, okay. <laughs> I just want to say, it wasn't me. <laughs> no. It was Ian. Let's blame it on Ian. It's fine. Ian went to Sam's Club in the midst of everybody panicking and, like, bulk buying toilet paper. And at the time, we couldn't find toilet paper anywhere. And so when he saw it at Sam's Club, he just grabbed it. But the only thing that was available was this 45-pack <laughs> or sorry 45 mega rolls so he Dang. he just grabbed that because we were gonna need toilet paper eventually but now it looks like we are crazy and stockpiling and contributing to the problem okay if you only bought one package you're not a crazy person it's I just 45 rolls for the two of us like how long yeah, but well now you don't have to buy toilet paper i know i have like fine been really not worrying about it i uh <laughs> well here's the thing because I was worried because we had, like, one roll left and everybody was still panicking. And I was like, we're not going to be able to find toilet paper. So we needed toilet paper. Anyway, but yeah. I got some from my mom and then Jason got us some, too. So we, we're good now. All right. So I'm just going to deviate from the toilet paper talk real quick and say that we were just played in by Mark Allen, a.k.a. Flares, with the song Solid Ground because evidently... I didn't want to say that off the top. I just wanted to address this giant elephant in the room, which is my toilet paper pile. A lot of toilet paper. <laughs> I thought I could make an elephant out of it. You probably could. That would actually be pretty impressive. Totally wasteful, though. Well, I mean, I just meant, like, stack the rolls like an elephant. Oh, I was talking about, like, paper macheing it into oh, huge, giant wasteful. globs. Yeah, that's and wasteful, <laughs> for sure. I'm sure Ian would be thrilled. That's fine. What if it's a little tiny elephant? Tiny elephant. Oh, tiny elephant. See, that would be cute. That would tiny be cute. toilet paper elephant. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about one more quarantine thing before I get off this track. Okay. So I finally caved and did one of those, like, March sadness brackets yesterday, which is funny because it's not March anymore. Um, But I saw everybody else doing it, and I was bored, so I figured, like, why not? And I was not prepared for how anxious I was pitting some of those bands against each other <laughs> like my final two ended up with AFI and the Academy is and I was like I know who the winner is but I just really don't feel comfortable writing it down it's an obvious winner I don't know why you were confused <laughs> yes, but like the Academy like I w was that would have been also my winner if that was the end I mean you would I be disappointed in my winners because I would have well I depending on let me tell you about some of the standoffs that I had to decide between. Okay, so that was the final one, but I also had to decide between Cobra Starship and the Academy is. That was hard. See, um, and I would have picked Cobra Starship, so already I'm different. Okay, but the Academy is was, like, my life for, like, five years. They were, like, the band that got me into music and 
That's like, fair. Like the way that you have all time low, I had the Academy as. That's fair. Yeah. For sure. So that I would me. not pick I would not pick Cobra Starship over all time low, but it's also all time low. Right. So I don't think all time low is on this bracket. What? Oh what no, yes it wrong? was. Yes it was. I picked Cobra over them. <laughs> what? What? First decision. I had to choose I'm so disappointed. Between Panic at the Disco and the Used. Um mm. Cute is what we aim for and taking back Sunday. Cute is what we aim for and cover Starship. I See, I okay. I need to see this bracket because I've never seen this bracket. Do you want to go through it? I kind of want to go through it. Let's do it. Let's do it after interview, the interview. Yeah, our interview is not that long. So yeah. we, we have time. Yeah, we'll do it after we talk to Mark. Before that, let's go over new music. That sounds good. I've got it right here. Okay, so since we had three weeks this time around, um, I just condensed it a lot. But I did put everything that I liked from the new uh, music from the last three weeks on one playlist for this episode. So if you want to hear anything new that came out in the last three weeks that we were digging on, um, go ahead and check that out on our Spotify. I'm not going to lie. I have been really, really bad at linking the page lately. So we'll link it this time because it's important. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll remind you. All right. All right. Um, Okay. So, because like I wanted to include a lot more in this list, but there was just so much. It was like, I couldn't. It was three weeks. We've done nothing. so much. What have we was... been doing for the last three weeks? Like, exactly. Well, nothing. I've been playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, me too. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, can I just tease real quick, though? Because we okay. have a solid lineup for April. So. We do. It's even though really we weren't exciting. putting episodes out, like, we got to work and everybody's going to be happy. All right. So we'll start with my favorite albums that came out over the last three weeks. Conan Gray dropped an album called Kid Crow on the 20th. It's so good. I've listened to it, like, probably 50 times already. I had it on repeat for two weeks, and it's so good. Um, Cave Town dropped Sleepyhead. If you haven't listened to that, you should. I know Cave Town's, like, the hipster band right now, but I love that album. All Time Low dropped Wake Up Sunshine, and I think it's the best All Time Low album probably since ever no no i'm just kidding (laughs) it's not the best one ever but i personally well and see here when i say this somebody's gonna yell at me because nobody likes this album but i think that this is the best album since dirty work because i love dirty work but everybody hates that album i understand it's fine (laughs) (laughs) but it's really good it kind of goes back to the old school stuff so, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Um, the Polarity dropped an album called Gutterball, and it's really, really good. There's a, a song on it called Daddy, and I think everyone needs to listen to it because the first time I heard it, I literally screamed because I was laughing so hard. Like, I screamed <laughs> at the, it was a good scream. Yeah, like th- that song would be perfect to make TikTok videos with, just in case anybody's wondering. And then the last album I put on this list is Five Seconds of Summer, Calm. And I just really like it. But I think it's because Five Seconds of Summer is super poppy now and I really like pop music. So there's that. Did you have any albums you wanted to add? Yes. Silent Rival finally dropped their album Elevator. It was supposed to drop in the beginning of March, but they ended up having to push it back. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's almost like a year. It dropped almost a year to the date that I 
saw them play more live, which was like one of their big singles off of it. So it was super fun and a little bit um, relieving to hear it in the midst of all this negativity and chaos. Yeah, it is really good. <laughs> I got in the car and drove around town. I listened to it from front to back and I fucking love it. So I guess that's all for albums, unless you had any more. Uh, Just that one? No, that's the only the only album the I only... have on my list. Okay. All right, so let's go to singles. Um, I narrowed these down a lot just to my very favorites because there was a lot of them. And just so everybody knows, I did take a G-Eazy one and a Black Bear one out. So be proud of me. So Hotshell Ray dropped Tomorrow Me. Uh, Haley Williams dropped, I think she actually dropped two in the last three weeks, but I really liked Over Yet. Troy Steven dropped Take Yourself Home, and I'm hoping this is the start of a new um, album cycle. Cycle, Because mm-hmm. I love Troy Steven. You know I have a problem. The Driver Era dropped a twofer, but the song I really liked on that was OMG, Please Don't Come Around. Lilac Kings, you know I love them, just dropped another single called Machines in the Forest. It's awesome. Gives me a kind of... I don't want to say crab core vibes because that's not true, but like it's like there's the beginning of it sounds kind of like old school, um, post hardcore almost. Not not old old school, but like a day to remember sleeping with sirens era. And then Call Me Charisma dropped a song called Quarantine with me, um, and I just thought it was cute and um, situational and fun for right now. Uh, Slaves dropped Talk to a Friend. Um, Millington dropped Misery and Scotty Sire dropped Breakfast in the Park. Um, and I think that one's actually, uh, pretty popular right now, but that's because it's Scotty Sire and right. he's cool with the kids. All right. So I've got four singles, which averages out to just like above one each week, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty good for me. I'm proud of you. I'm really right? proud. Okay. So I am obsessed with this band Saint Slumber right now and they just put out a song that's called it's okay to be afraid and i think you in particular are going to really fucking love it because it, it, it could be our theme song if i'm not okay i promise wasn't our theme song which it isn't <laughs> <laughs> it's not because we can't like, use that song but <laughs> but you could read our episode or our show title and be and like know that that was- wow i wonder if that's referencing the saint slumber song because it's very like i'm not okay <laughs> I, I'm very excited to be talking to someone today. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a little trapped and cooped up in there? Huh? A little bit, a little bit. And then Ren, if you're not familiar with her, it's W-R-E-N-N. I'm sorry, it's a band, not a her. Yeah. Just released a song called Internet Gaming. Mm-hmm. And that is fantastic. ZZ Ward um, released a song called The Dark. And Medina Lake released a song called Playing With Fire, but it's only available on SoundCloud, so you gotta go check it out there. And that's super exciting because it's their first song in like nine years, and I was not prepared for it. That's awesome. Sorry, I just jumped in my seat a little bit. You did. It's cute. Um, is that a different chair by any chance? Yes. Ian got his chair from work because he's not using it in the office, and he brought it home for me. That's awesome. Now maybe you won't fall out of it. I'm not going to fall out of it. <laughs> I haven't tried. I don't know. It's a little springy. Okay. You know what? Don't don't test your luck. It's happened before. How, how much wine have you had? Uh, zero. 
All right, you want to talk to Mark? I was nervous. Yeah, let's talk to Mark. Let's do it. So we are here with Mark Allen from Flares, stationed out of Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How How's it going? Nothing much, just hanging at home. Hanging at home forever. Yeah, forever. Is this actually our first recording since being in quarantine? Yeah, I think. I don't know if that's some kind of award, but I'll take it. Yeah, no, I'm excited to have you. Really <laughs> first There's first actually like a little ribbon. Yes. It's usually a ribbon, but since, you know, of germs and stuff we'd probably like send a tiny little trophy because that way you can chloride yeah, it. it i'll always or stay six feet away from it so it's okay right. good good leave it Just outside for 12 hours <laughs> yeah let it stay how's uh how's the last few weeks been for you uh you know the same just kind of hunkering down um head down and do a lot of music um yeah, i have okay. a lot of yeah i have a lot of free time to uh to, to make some some movie trailers and stuff so i do a lot of like soundtrack work oh, on the shit, side yeah. so um it's just been really good to kind of dive into that without any distractions um yeah you know other than that just trying to chill stay away from people <laughs> do you work a day job at all or do you just do audio video editing yeah no i mean mostly yeah mostly this um i'm in i'm in the band flares and uh i make music for uh sync licensing which is basically like um music that's get, that gets placed into tv shows commercials movies movie trailers and stuff so um i've been doing that for a couple of years now too so um that's that's been pretty good yeah really i cool. actually had some questions about that but i'm gonna save them for a little bit later because i want to talk a little bit about like your listening background like what constitutes your music tastes yeah, yeah, what a question. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, it's funny because over the last couple of years, I really haven't had that much time to listen to music. So I don't listen to a lot of new music and, you know, whatever. I might sound a little old, but I listen to stuff from like 10, 15 years ago. No, me I, too. You know what I mean? I don't know. Stormy does all of our new music because I just yeah. keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It kind of just like hits different. I mean, I... I I keep up with new music and everything, obviously, but yeah. um, like when I actually like want to like dig in and listen to something on like a like a car ride or at the gym or something, yeah, I'll, I'll dive into what um, like my favorite songs are. I mean, like some of my favorite artists over the years are like uh, anything from like Nine Inch Nails to Linkin Park. Blink One Eighty Two was like my first favorite band ever. Of course, so, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about like when I was in middle school and I would come home from like school after like band class or whatever. And I played the drums and like every, every day I would come home and set up that practice pad and like pretend I was an arena. Like I was Travis Barker or something playing for everybody. So cool. Yeah. Played through like take off your pants and jacket, like for like hours every night. And then, um, yeah, like discovered my chemical romance when I was in middle school and stuff. Um, 
and I was a big Muse fan. Um, that was actually my first performance ever was in like, like high school. Um, the core, the chorus teacher let me just kind of play like a piano recital for the entire school. There was no singing at all. She just wanted me to play piano because I guess she liked it. So I, yeah, I just played like a Muse song with like loud ass drums and just like almost like a full band set as, as, as much of a full band setting as you can get just played for all these like super old people and everyone's grandparents. And that is so rad though. <laughs> yeah. So that was like my first performance ever, like, you know, forever ago. And uh, like, you know, ever since I've been into like Seeger Rose, um, one of my favorite bands ever is like 65 Days of Static. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I have not. They are, yeah, they're probably like, I, and I've seen them live before. That was probably one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of different, I guess, uh, genres or styles, anything from like punk, emo, uh, to electronic. Yeah. I mean, that definitely lends itself to what we were talking about before we started recording here, which is your style is very, very hard to define <laughs> or <laughs> pin down, I should say. And it's, it's really cool cause it's unique, but it's hard to be like, yeah, you definitely drew from that band over there. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of actually um, take pride in that because yeah, of course, I do have a yeah. There, there are a lot of bands that I mean, there are a lot of things that I listen to certain bands for. Um, I mean, there's there's very specific things I listen to a lot of bands for, um, like a certain mood. Maybe I like the, the sounds they use. Maybe I just like the emotion that um, is in a particular song. So you know, maybe. Like, for instance, the last year, I was listening to a lot of Slipknot. I don't listen to metal, really. <laughs> I don't I don't really listen to metal at all. But for, for whatever reason, like, fell in love with Corey Taylor, just who he is as a person, and, like, binged all of Slipknot. And, you know, while the music that I make really doesn't have many metal elements, I mean, I still, like, can pick out uh, influences in his lyrics and just the emotion that they that they can get with uh, some of their instruments at times. Um, so I, I listen to bands uh, that have a lot of different styles, but I can draw from all of them. You know, and it's really interesting that you say that because I feel like your music sort of emotes in the same way that metal music does, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it didn't dawn on me until just now. But it's like like you can listen to a metal song and not understand a single word that they're saying. Right. And not that that's the case for your music at all, but you've definitely got stretches where you don't say a word at all. Right. You no, just that makes a lot of feel sense. That makes a lot right? of sense to me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just You just feel something. And I think if I had like a motto, it doesn't matter if, you know, if I release a song that's all acoustic or all electronic, because I can, I can go either way really any given time. Um, but as long as like you can feel something is at the end of the day, that's all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say mission accomplished <laughs> <laughs> so how did flares originate yeah so i guess kind of picking up on you know where i was growing up um was in a bunch of local bands around baltimore a lot of horrible names that we had at the time you wouldn't know of any bands. oh can you go through them though oh god <laughs> uh, uh well, i guess the very first we, we still make fun of it to this day me and my friend the uh i'll <laughs> I was working at a Mexican restaurant restaurant at the time, 
and I have no idea. I think it was on some piece of paper or something. I just like jumbled up the words, but the first band name that we ever had was A-T-E-U-R-A. So that would, that would be pronounced Atura. Okay. No idea how we came, came it's across that. It's actually not terrible. That. I mean. I, I, hey, 16-year-old me thought it was yeah. cool. So, uh, so we did that for a little bit, and then we did the same kind of uh, music with a couple different members. That was under the band name Scarlet Vell. I don't know what Vell means, A-V-E-L, but uh, once again, sounded cool when I was like 19. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just played around like, you know, Bourbon Street, Auto Bar, things like that. Um, then eventually kind of everyone grew up, went their separate ways, you know, got jobs and things. So I, uh, I was like, well, I still want to make music and release music and play shows and stuff. So I guess it was at that time, like college, I, uh, I contacted this, this German composer named Ben Lucas Boysen. And he uh, he composed like soundtrack pieces for like Assassin's Creed and some car commercials and things. And uh, so he helped me kind of co-produce the uh, the first album that I released, which was called Dimensions Divide Us. And that was really like an experiment in sound design. It was me kind of, you know, getting my feet wet with like just creating sounds, um, trying to find my own style um, and sound. And... So I released that in like 2014 under the name Flares. And um, yeah, the name Flares, I don't know, just kind of came to me one day. It, it kind of, I, I think it's a good representation of the feeling the music gave me at least at the time, which is like, you know, like teetering that line between like desperation and hope. Um, so I thought that was a good representation of, of the sound that I was kind of nailing down. And then that's literally exactly what I was going to say when you said it felt representative. I was like, yeah, like kind of glimmer of hope. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it's, it could go either way. But I think because when you're in that kind of situation, maybe you're feeling all of those emotions. Right. Right. Absolutely. Scared or you feel hopeful. So um, that's where the name came from. And then, yeah, so I released that in 2014 and that kind of did all right. But I was like still unsatisfied because I just kind of released an album by myself and I was like well you know I grew up listening to bands I want to be in a band right I want to play shows I want to I want to get out there and I want to do this um but uh I hadn't I hadn't found anyone to really that had the same vision as me or just you know met the right people to kind of be in a band with uh where I live so I, I was like well I'm not going to let that stop me from making me the record that I want to make. So in 2015, 16, I, uh, I started writing um, a new album, which is called Traces of You, which I released not too long ago. Um, and that is produced by Taylor Larson of From First to Last. Um, I worked on that with Spencer from Periphery and we worked on that for like four years. And I want to touch on that for just a second. How did yeah. you forge those connections? Was that something that you reached out to them about? Um, yeah. So like, I, yeah, like um, when I first started writing just seeds of ideas for the album, I like, I shot uh, one of those seeds to Taylor in an email. I hadn't, I never met him. I just, I said, Hey, like, I'd love to work with you. Um, I've got 
some ideas for songs that I want to flesh out. And it was like a really bad early, early demo of something. There was no vocals. It was just like, a, I think literally it was just a bass line and some electronic drums, maybe. There wasn't even any guitars and piano. And he was like, yeah, man, let's do it. And so I was like, cool. And so then I, start, I started writing um, all the parts because... I didn't have anyone else to be um, to, to like help me out to write the, the album that I wanted. So I started writing guitars, bass, even the drums. I can't play drums. Um, and I, at this point, up to this point, I've never sang before in my life. So this is like 2016. And I was like, well, you know, I'll hopefully vocals will work out when we do them. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was like, you know, we'll figure that out. Um, so then, yeah, we started working on that. I eventually wrote eight songs or so you know, over the course of like four years, which is a long time. And at this this point, they still didn't have vocals or anything, they, but they were like pretty solid songs. And that's when I started to work with Spencer. And um, yeah, because Taylor was like, hey, we should get like Spencer to to produce your vocals in this. I was like, okay. And so um, he showed up at the studio and uh, I started to sing really rough stuff to him. And um, somehow it turned out all right. <laughs> so, and so over, yeah. And so like after my experience of recording vocals with him, I was like, I really want to dig into this because I've never given it a shot before. I, I never thought, no, I could even sing um my whole life i never even tried so i was like well let me like dig into this and see where i can go with it and so it hasn't even been until very recently like this year um for the past year you know past year that i've really kind of taken the the reins with um singing and 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 really coming at songs with that perspective, um, first and foremost. So, and that that's when I sent you guys a preview of a new yeah. song I'm working on, which hasn't been released yet, but still working on it. That is so surprising to me because you seem like such a natural vocalist. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. Seems effortless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just made me laugh really hard because you, you're just like, and somehow it worked out like yeah. i mean somehow. sometimes that's that's the best thing you can do is just do it i mean, I mean yeah don't think about it too much exactly i mean it's funny because here i was like I, I like i said i don't listen to metal so when like spencer walked into the studio for the first time i was like hey what's up man he's like hey what's up and we started talking about like nine inch nails or something i was like yeah he's awesome he's a cool guy i didn't know like like what a force of a vocalist like he is especially in the metal scene like oh, yeah. he is incredible so <laughs> i you can believe the first time that i went into that the vocal booth and sang you know with him at the computer that was pretty pretty wild but uh probably nerve-wracking right i mean a little bit no <laughs> way in like the first couple of minutes because he's such a cool guy that he doesn't he doesn't judge or anything and so we oh, really just awesome. Yeah, I mean, he we really looked at every single part and just uh, 
wanted to write the best possible part for the song. Yeah. And I could tell, like, you know, and that's what's that's what's amazing about working with someone like him is that he really um, just wants to do what's best for the song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to talk a little bit about your feature opportunities because you produced music for what was it? Monster, MTV, ABC. How did those opportunities come about? Was that just a matter of putting yourself out there? Did anybody reach out to you? How are you um, getting all these awesome features? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. No, it was, it was a little of both, I guess, because when I put out um, Dimensions Divide Us, um, I, I didn't even think about music placement or sync opportunities or anything like that at the time. Um, so when I put that out there, I just wanted to see what would happen. And I got contacted by this um, music licensing firm who I, I've actually had a great relationship with and been working with for the past six seven years now um who have who have gotten my music placed for a lot of those um, opportunities like a lot of monster energy commercials um just had music in the most recent x games on abc so um they just they were really into that album and i uh ever since i've just been writing um more music that is not under the the, the flair's name per se but um Music that, you know, maybe if you hear it on TV, you wouldn't know it's me, but could but be. But it's you. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah. And how do you feel like your local music scene um, has influenced your music? Um, That's a good question. Sorry, that was a little out there compared to the last question. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> Didn't have a good segue. I'm in the studio so much that I, it just makes me realize that I need to go to more shows. Um. And I really need to um, reconnect with the scene because the, the scene that I know is many years ago. Um, and, you know, a lot of venues have closed down since since when I played out under those other bands. And I actually um, did recently play my first show as Flares. I, <laughs> there's a funny story with this. So the past year, I've been um, rehearsing this whole time to, to get out here and play shows around Baltimore, the DMV area. And I was working with a drummer, and that was cool. And um, the day, two days before, uh, we, were, we were playing Angels Rock Bar in, yeah. uh, in Baltimore. I love that place. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, except he backed out like two days before the show. Oh, no. For, for I think he was in another band at the time, so he wasn't really committed. But anyway, I had to figure out how to play this show with just me singing and one of my buddies playing guitar. Um, so, but we made it happen. I, you know, I had drums playing over the PA. It's the best I could do. And then um, I was like, well, damn it, that sucks. So I, I want to. I really want to double down and play a lot of shows this year and really get out into the scene and, um, you know, see what everyone's doing. But then COVID hit. Yeah, I was going to say, it's <laughs> a bad year for that. Bad year. I, seriously, I've been rehearsing for like the past seven, eight months. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awful. yeah, I was all ready to go. And then things started to fall apart. But next year, right? 
I keep telling people, I'm like, you almost can't even be mad because it's such an extreme, weird circumstance that everybody's suddenly finding themselves in. Right. Like everything sucks, but at the same time, you're just like, all right, I guess. Yeah. I'm. What are you going to do besides go with it? Right. I mean, I, it's funny because I actually did, um, I, I did buy tickets to a lot of shows coming up in the next couple of months. I'm like, I'm going to go to a lot of shows this year and they're all in the next couple of months. So I was like, damn it. Who were you going to go see? Like local artists, people that were touring. I was actually going to see uh, Haley Williams coming up and, um, and my chem, I got my chem tickets. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> that, so, that sucks so bad. <laughs> Because those are in September and October, right? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't I know, get tickets for it, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you guys didn't? Oh. No, I didn't have the money for it at the time. No, I mean, I wouldn't blame you because uh, they blew up. Yeah. They were on sale. It was... I mean, it went from, like, the pre-sale said, what, like, 50 to, like, 250 and then everybody got into it and it was, like, over $200. I, I'll tell you guys another funny story real quick about Mike. Yeah, Mike. absolutely. Yeah. I went to, so I did go to a concert, a Mike... Well, it was a Muse concert. In 2009, me and my friend went to, uh, it was Meriwether, and it was um, Muse opening up for my camp. So this was like, it was probably 2008, 2007, it's during the Black Parade. And so for whatever reason at the time, me and my friend were not into My Chemical Romance. We were just oh, there. Oh, come on. We were just there for youth. <laughs> so we were like, dude, we're going to see oh. Muse. I can't wait to see him play. Mike him, and so right after Muse played, I could have been literally dying. And this was during the Black Parade, yeah. Like, yeah, they were about to play the Black Parade because it just came out or whatever. And um, so Muse played. We're like, cool, that was awesome. Let's leave, and we did. Oh my god, <laughs> didn't. So I and then you know, of course, years later, I'm like, oh my god, this band is incredible. Um, because like, in, like, like I said, I had heard about them a long time ago when they first came out, but I didn't really like give them a solid listen, but it, you know, it's, it's probably been within the past five years that I've come to appreciate my chem and I will forever not let myself forget that. Yep. Yeah, they've been my favorite band since like sixth grade. So <laughs> I would say that you had that whole fact just makes my heart sad <laughs> we just we were, all we had to do was not leave yeah all we had to do it probably took more effort to get no. out <laughs> they, the funniest part about that to me is that we well we went to see bts last year and our we mm -hmm. but we had floor tickets this year we got tickets for their tour but it's like we got like higher tickets we were like uh, we've already yeah. experienced it once we don't need to pay 500 dollars for tickets and so Anyway, we bought those tickets and I was like, well, you know, I think I can probably afford my Kim tickets, whatever. It's <laughs> fine. They're going to be like 60 bucks. It'll be fine. Right. And then it's like, how are these more than the BTS tickets? I don't right. understand. It's right. because all this, um, not the scalpers. I forgot what happened. Was it the uh, ticket, uh, ticket master? Oh I yeah. Ticket master inflated all the sales. Oh, that's yeah. They do that. Cause it was so in demand. It was so stupid. Yeah, they literally have a clause saying that they're able to do that. Yeah, yeah which is I, crazy. Yeah. And people were waiting in that queue, and I heard they got kicked out. 
Oh yeah, it was bad. It was oh, bad. Oh yeah. So Ticketmaster implemented this new thing where um you can only have one device signed in per network. Yeah. yeah. So like everybody that was in a dorm room or an apartment building or something with shared Wi-Fi got Man, I know. Well that sucks. I was glad well, I didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be playing playing many more shows if they're making a comeback. So Yeah, yeah. I there's no way they're just playing a reunion tour. We've already, d- I've decided <laughs> they're not allowed to do that to me. Oh, that one little uh, teaser video they had with some new music. I was like, oh, this yeah. Is so oh. yeah. I just want a new album. I'm ready. COVID better not stop that. <laughs> is all I'm saying. I don't think it'll stop a new album necessarily. No. It might but- stop delaying a bunch of announcements and stuff. Because- well, they did, they did delay our BTS concert, but it was supposed to be in June. Yeah, that's a little preemptive. Well, Korea has been hit the most. <laughs> so that's true. Well, not the most, but they're like top three or something. So they are not taking chances. All right. So let's get back on track. Anyway. Mark, are you like are you open to doing um what's the word? Like live streams or anything? Yeah. Since talking to about doing all these shows? Yeah, I actually um just started messing around with live streams last week. I did my first live stream on Instagram. Um, and what's kind of cool is that, like, you know, people know that I, like, Flares is about music and, and songs and, um, like, creating art in that sense. And I also have the side where I make soundtrack stuff and um, stuff that's really focused on on that. Um, so before I went live, I was like, hey, do you guys want to see, like, me make a song or do you guys want to see me make like a movie trailer and like overwhelmingly like everyone was like we want to see you make a song so i was on there for like an hour i just kind of created a song from scratch and it was turned out all right that so i'll probably so keep cool. doing it so cool <laughs> yeah i'll probably keep doing it I, I don't know if i'll do it like every week or, or what but you know probably i'll probably do one here a couple days Not all right we'll long. keep us updated feel free to send me any messages with whatever you're working on and i'll get the word yeah. out there um oh, i know i haven't been great at email for the past like week but i'm <laughs> trying <laughs> to get really good. acclimated to that it's hard to um, navigate through the uh the emails from everybody's ceo about covid so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then twitter is just blowing up my inbox right. for some reason i don't know if everybody's bored at home or what but um i i need to do better it's all good all right so can you uh, just share your socials with everybody real quick um before we hop off here so they know where to find you yeah i'm everywhere um at the last flare and uh, my website's flaresmusic.com and i'm pretty active on instagram twitter not so much twitter's hard same twitter's yeah we cannot tap into twitter (laughs) yeah it's just too much work i don't I don't like Twitter. Seriously. It's so hard. I haven't figured it out. You know, Instagram's easy enough to kind of like tag and get visibility and work with the algorithms a bit. I just, <laughs> oh, I don't for know sure. to tweet. No. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. I know times are weird and I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing anything else, right? Yeah. Probably be hunkered <laughs> down for the next two years. So. 
I literally laughed when you emailed me and you're like, if you want to reschedule due to COVID, that's fine. I'm like, I haven't done anything. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, I don't know, you know, what people got going on, but you know, yeah, yeah, this COVID thing is weird, but I'm glad to be the first episode in the new world. Oh my God. I'm so glad to have you on. Like it's (laughs) it's in the the apocalypse. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we should change this to I'm not okay. Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, huh? uh, it's, uh, it's well, not as good. I apod. Yeah, you gotta wear like post-apocalyptic um, stuff in the new cover Ooh, art. That new reminds me. Art. So I do have one more question for you. So. <sighs> Hypothetically, if you were to find yourself in the apocalypse, what band member of any band would you want to be your battle buddy? He would just make me laugh. Perfect answer. (laughs) Perfect. All right, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye. I've got um, I've got my pen ready. So bracket number one, Panic okay. at the Disco, number one seed versus sixteen seed in this Providence. Oh, that's Panic easy. Panic, Panic. Wait, what happens if we disagree? Do we have to debate it? We can debate it. I mean, we can have different brackets. It's not that like it's going to change anything. But or we or are we are we doing? I feel like we should do a cohesive bracket because I already cohesive. did mine. Okay, cohesive. And you can post yours on the story. Okay, so we're doing a an I'm not okay bracket. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. All right, so are we going like down the line or are we going back and forth? I'm going down. So this okay, is the left-hand side here. All right. All right, and we've got Finch and the format. And I'm going to go with Finch. I think so too. Look at us, we're agreeing two for two. This is going to get real dramatic and like Yeah, I know, but like six steps. Yeah, it's not going to be good in a minute. We're going to end up with me screaming about AFI. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Say anything versus something corporate. Say anything for me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say say anything. The used versus sunny day real estate. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah, the used. The used. Weezer uh, versus Sousen. Is that how you say the name? I don't. Sousen. Sousen. It's Weezer. Yeah, I never really listened to Sousen. Jimmy Eat World versus Hello Goodbye. Um, ooh. Probably Jimmy Eat World. I said Jimmy, yeah. Okay. Uh, AFI versus Thrice. AFI. It's fucking AFI. (laughs) (laughs) Is that even a question? Uh, Right, right. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie versus Blood Brothers. And it's Death Cab. Yeah. Look, we are... Is that the whole side? Is that the whole side or is it... That's just the top left one. Jesus Christ. So then we've got My Chem versus Boys Like Girls. And, I mean, I went with My Chem. That was... That one hurt for me. That one's hard, but it's definitely My Chem. It is. Like, just just by a sliver, though. I really did love Boys Like Girls. It's 
The only thing that it comes down to is that I don't listen to them much anymore. <laughs> then we've got the starting line versus senses fail. And my answer is the starting line. I was going to say senses fail. Well, do you feel passionately about it? No. Neither do, you do feel I. feel passionately about it? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, toss a coin? Yeah. All right, head senses fail. Oh, I missed the table. It is tails. So we're going to go with the starting line. Uh, then we've got Thursday versus Bayside. Bayside. Yeah, that's what I said. Cobra Starship versus All Time Low. And this is where we're going to fight. Yeah, it's All Time Low. Okay, I'll let it's you gotta have it. It's got to be All Time Low. I'll let you have it because it's your All Time. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I I would I would as let you as... have AFI if it was somebody that I liked a lot. Just so right. You know. No, I know you would, and that's why I'm letting you have it. I fucking love Cobra Starship, though. Let me. Well, unless it was that. AFI, and I'll... oh no, is it gonna come? It's gonna AFI end up being. Low? <laughs> 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 oh dear Spoiler God, alert. this is gonna be awful. <laughs> All right, saves the day versus modern baseball. I'm gonna go modern baseball. I was gonna say that too. Cool. Okay. Brand new versus cute is what we aim for. And I'm going to go cute. Yeah. Because I don't think we can root for brand new anymore. Well, I just, I I listened to cute is what we aim for more than I listened to brand new It was personally. neck and neck for me, but we'll go with cute. Okay, but here's the thing. I can still say every word to almost every cute song. That's true. And I can't do that with brand new. <laughs> I probably could with brand new, but I'm not going to do it. All right. Matchbook romance versus armor for sleep. That one doesn't mean much to me. Do you have an answer? Armor. Then taking back Sunday versus jawbreaker. Taking back Sunday. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what I said too. So, okay. What are we down to? Is this is this still all just that one? That's the left side. And now we're going to go to the right side. Cool. All right. I'll do the right side in blue. So we've got Paramore versus... And Berlin. And I think that answer is Paramore. Oh, Paramore, for sure. I just want to tell everybody that we're getting through the, the easy ones right now. It's going to get into... Well, and here's the thing. I really do like Anne Berlin, too. But Paramore is, like, was, like, one of the first bands I ever loved, you know? Paramore is the number one it. seed, and Anne Berlin is the number 16 seed, so... Oh, though they should There's not have answer. been in the first round together. Well, that's how they <laughs> pair it. It's always 1 and 16, and then 8 and 9, and then 5 and 12, and, like... Well, I don't understand the seed system. I don't yeah. get basketball. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. All right. Then we've got May and Cartel. Cartel, I think. That's what I said, too. Okay, cool. <laughs> Look at us. We agree so well. Listen, but we're going to start fighting later. So we're, we're about to start fighting. All right. From first to last or forever the sickest kids? Oh, I got to go forever the sickest kids. What are you? Oh, me yes, too. Okay. <laughs> That was, like, one of my first ever shows was Forever the Sickest Kid. Like, one of the first shows that I got to go to, but, like, I drove myself there. I didn't have to, like, um, like, my best friend's brother didn't have to take us because, right. <laughs> like, at one point he had to take us every time. And it's just, like, anyway. Your first, like, unsupervised yes, show. Yes, we got to go by ourselves. It was awesome. Anyway. Oh, that's a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> and it was such a good show. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Newfound Glory versus Mayday Parade. Ooh, Mayday. Mayday. Yeah. We are on the same page right now. <laughs> I know, look at us. I can't Under wait Oath? for it to turn. 
It's gonna be so bad. Under Oath versus Mineral. Under Oath. Yeah, me too. I can't read my own picture. All right. At the Drive-In versus We the Kings. We the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yellow Card versus Emery. Yellow Card. Yellow Card. Yes. Dashboard Confessional versus 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 um Hot Rod Circuit. I I was so nervous dashboard. that that was gonna yeah it's dashboard I thought that was gonna be a dashboard. hard one it was not yeah now we're down to the last little quarter of the bracket right okay Fallout Boy versus the Spill Canvas ooh that one's really hard but it's got to be Fallout Boy right yeah okay yeah that one was hard and it's a one just because I really loved the Spill seed. Canvas when they were a thing I know me too uh Hawthorne Heights versus Silverstein. Hawthorne Heights, I think. It's Hawthorne Heights, yeah. Um, the Get Up Kids uh, versus The Sounds. And I'm not really I familiar with I think I listened to either of those. So I'm just going with The Get Up Kids because I know I've heard some of their songs. Yeah. All right. All American Rejects versus Cursive. That's All American Rejects. Yeah. Wasn't even a question. The Academy Is versus American Football. Oh, The Academy Is. It's The Academy Is. <laughs> Motion City Soundtrack versus The Promise Ring. Motion City Soundtrack. Yep. Alkaline Trio versus Story of the Year. Alkaline. Alkaline, yep. All right. Bright Eyes versus Appleseed Cast. Bright Eyes. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go with... um From Panic to... Panic and Finch. Yeah. Panic and Finch is Panic. Yep. Uh, say anything versus the used. I'm gonna go with the used. Oh no! No, you're saying say anything. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I think it's, and I mean, I love the used too, but I think that I just listen to say anything more. Like I still listen to say anything all the time, and I rarely turn on. News. Yeah. That's fair. I don't listen to either of them very often anymore. The used is more deep rooted for me in the emo stage. But we can go with Say Anything, because I liked them a lot, too. Okay, we'll do Say Anything. <laughs> okay, so Weezer and AFI. Weezer and Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy Eat World. I forgot Jimmy yep. Eat World. I'm going to go with Jimmy Eat World. I didn't write that down for some reason. Honestly, yeah, probably. I have never been that big of a Weezer I just, fan. Uh, they were, like, one of my big ones when I first started listening to it and my dad really likes them too because me and my bro- me and my brother introduced him to Weezer and so now he's like obsessed so I still like we still listen to right. the new <laughs> Weezer stuff but um honestly I'd probably say it is Jimmy Eat World if we're doing a bracket I, they just released they that win. awesome album back in October and uh, it's just still fresh on my mind okay so now it's AFI and Death Cab right yeah you know my answer, but I want to hear... No, it's AFI. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, then we've got My Chem versus The Starting Line, and I think that's definitely My Chem. Obviously. Uh, Bayside versus All Time Low, and that's going to be All Time Low. 100%. Um, Modern Baseball and Cute is what we aim for. That's an obvious one, too. It's going to be cute. It's cute. Uh, Armor for Sleep and Taking Back Sunday. Oof. I would say Taking Back Sunday. Good, that's my answer too. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then we'll move back to the right side. Paramore versus Cartel. Uh, Paramore. Paramore. Forever the Sickest Kids versus Mayday Parade. It's going to be Mayday. 
I think. Yeah, I that's mean. really, really hard for me, but it's got to be Mayday. I love Mayday. Uh, Under Oath versus We the Kings. And I'm going to say We the Kings. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably We the Kings. Yeah. Um, just because I really like Under Oath, but I really just like Eric Gillespie a lot. So I think that's the problem. Um, right. <laughs> problem? I don't know if it's a problem. Well, it's just, it's a, it's a, that's why there's a bias is because I like Aaron Gillespie. <laughs> All right. Yellow card versus dashboard. I'm going to say yellow card. I'm going to say yellow card. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I have it written here. Okay. Fallout Boy, Hawthorne Heights. Fallout Boy for me. Yeah. I'm going to go Fallout Boy. Uh, the Get Up Kids versus the All American Rejects. And I'm going to go All American yep. Rejects. <laughs> The Academy Is versus Motion City oh, Soundtrack. It's the Academy Is for sure. It's the Academy Is. <laughs> Alkaline Trio versus Bright Eyes. It's going to be Alkaline Trio. Oh! You're saying Bright Eyes? I'm saying Bright Eyes for me. I don't listen to Bright Eyes, like, at all. Um, oh, okay. But well, we can go with Bright Eyes. I'm not, like, hard-pressed on Alkaline Trio. They're not going to be in the, the yeah, it, front Yeah, it won't matter anyway. Me. <laughs> they're not gonna last after the academy we'll is, so right <laughs> all right this is gonna get painful go right about okay, now so panic and say anything i'm assuming we're going panic on this one i'm gonna go panic but like old school panic not new panic yeah i yeah and that's true too it's more about the the artist as a whole instead of because I will admit that right. that last Say Anything album was not fantastic. <laughs> like, I loved it. I'm thinking about them in their heyday, and I'm going to go with Panic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. We've got Jimmy Eat World versus AFI. I'm going to go AFI. Obviously. That, I mean, they featured Davey on their last album, so, I mean, clearly they love him, too. Well, like, here's the thing. I never listened to... Jimmy World that much and I honestly didn't listen to AFI that much either like I did but not as much as you right. know, my other big bands so but AFI is still over Jimmy Eat World for me for sure hey, hey, hey. alright <laughs> oh no <gasps> my chem versus all time oh, low no! why they're two like very different bands I'm short circuiting is this gonna come down to me do I have to make a decision? I have to choose. Because I can't do it. I <sighs> cannot do it. It's like our show is modeled after my cam. I know! It's <laughs> so bad. I feel like we have to. I feel like we have to pick my cam. It's gonna end up being my cam versus AFI, and then I'm not gonna back down. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, Elena, but the show's named after my cam we didn't think of any good puns that went with our show for afi i'm sorry we didn't a podcast inside nope it's not good it's not good at all (laughs) all right okay but here's the thing i'm probably not gonna back down if we choose all-time low in afi that's actually they well no because we're gonna choose afi over panic anyway yeah okay whatever we, you say we. You're going to choose them over the, I, okay, here's the thing. I feel like AFI is going to win this anyway because you're going to bully me into it. <laughs> I'm just going to release that sound bite. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, cute is, oh cute my. is what we aim for taking back Sunday. 
Oh god. I know that's hard. Um, here's the thing. Taking Back Sunday is objectively better. They are. I think the problem is cute is what we aim for has a special place in my heart, and so I'm biased. Me too. We're so biased. But do you think that we should go with who's legitimately better or who we love in our hearts more? I'm going to say let's go with legitimately who's better for this one because then it's going to come to my chem versus taking back Sunday, and then we can have a little bit of a discussion before we pick my chem. Okay, cool. (laughs) Because we're going to pick my chem. I don't know. All right, so taking back Sunday. All right, so uh, next would be Paramore and Mayday Parade. I think it's objectively Paramore is better. Yes, but see, Mayday is like the place in my heart. But we can go with Paramore because they both have places in my heart. See, and there's, I feel like I have more Paramore songs that are just like, that get me every time. Whereas there's only a few Mayday Parade songs that do that. Oh, no, see, it's the opposite for me. Really? But that's because I, like, heavily listened to Mayday Parade back in the day. Fucking miserable at best. How do you get over that? It's, the be- How it's you- such a good song. It's, it's it's never not good. Like, I'm even if I don't want to be sad, I'm like, yeah, let's listen to that. It's perfect. God, and Jersey? And, um... You Be the Anchor? Yeah. And, um... Why can't I remember the name of the song right now? Jamie all over. Yes. Yes. And I sing that to Jason sometimes. This is not even sad, but like, (laughs) (laughs) but like Black Cat is a fucking It's so good. It was, it played in the car earlier and I was like, yeah, well not, it was yesterday. I did not get my car today. (laughs) It could be three weeks ago and I would be referring to it as As earlier. earlier. I have no concept of time anymore. No, no, there's no time. Are you kidding? No time. Only only quarantine. There is no time. I'm just imagining people screaming at us as we pick these. Oh, they're so mad. Everybody's so mad. Everybody's everybody's (laughs) gonna have feelings. Okay, what is next? Uh, We the Kings and Yellow Card. Yellow Card. (laughs) <laughs> um fallout boy and all american rejects that's hard for me but i'm gonna have to go with fallout boy i was gonna say fallout boy too and then the academy is versus bright eyes or alkaline trio i don't think we ever uh i, I put bright eyes <laughs> well, you but put, i said yeah, it bright, doesn't matter I because they're not gonna be the academy is anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right we're closing in all right <laughs> We've got, like, three more brackets. All right. So it's Panic and AFI. So here's the thing. Everybody's going to yell at me because Panic is huge and they've got all this mainstream success. But that doesn't matter here. We're not about the mainstream. We are about which is objectively better. AFI is objectively better. Yeah, it just is. No, okay, no, I can't even say that because, like, Brendan Yuri has, oh my god, Sammy is going to fucking flip out on me. She's going to flip out on me. Here's the thing. I think that... If we include everything that AFI has put out and everything that Panic has put out, AFI is more solidly in our wheelhouse than Panic. So I feel like for the podcast, AFI should win. You're right. And I just want to say, like, Panic is fantastic in that they've got that melodic sort of Broadway sound about them. And I I can't argue nobody can beat Brendan Urie's voice. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. He's he's an amazing vocalist and he's an amazing songwriter. But here's the thing. He has definitely strayed from his emo roots, and here we are. Exactly. And every single one of AFI's albums has 
made me cry. So <laughs> there you go. We're going with AFI. I solved I solved this dilemma for you. Moving on. <laughs> My right. Chemical Romance, Taking Back Sunday. Uh, Alright, so here's the thing. We're going to choose My Chem. We are 100% going to choose My Chem. But what are you going to say about it? I think they're neck and neck as far as talent goes. And as far as ability to write heart-wrenching awful songs. <laughs> awful meaning like... Okay. I think... I think the thing here is if we are talking about who's better throughout everything, I still think it's my I can see that. Because I think they had more solid albums than Tank Back Sunday did. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Not to say that I don't love every album that Taking Back Sunday has released, because I listen to That's all of them. And they have released more music, but they didn't get back, have a reunion show, and sell out an entire tour that now nobody gets to see. I know. I'm just I'm saying. just... My Kim is like a... a, a, a if, if there's a king, it's My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really stuck on the song um, Call Me in the Morning. <laughs> I don't know why I've been listening to that every single week for the last year of my life. But, yeah, but you're right. You're right. The Black Parade. There, there are so many emo anthems. <laughs> that you Cute can't, without the like, E. You can't that make spells a- cut. I mean, yeah. I get it. My chem wins, but you have to understand how much this gets me. <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts me also. I don't, uh... Liar is one of my favorite songs ever. But here's the thing. My chem has more emo anthems. Why did just we do this? I literally brought this up saying that I hated doing it. And we and did, we it, did again. it again. Well, it's it's my chem, so we're gonna write that cool. down. All right, Paramore and Yellow Card. Uh, 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 you're gonna say Paramore, so let's go with Paramore. You're gonna I say Yellow Card. Let's it. go with Yellow Card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna argue for Paramore, Girl. and I was like, I was no. leaning towards Yellow Card, but it wasn't like enough to be like Yellow okay, Card. Cool. It's Yellow Card. I feel better. I love okay. Yellow Card so much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. dirty because we're about to put all, all right. of your favorite bands up against mine. <laughs> Actually, no, probably not. We're gonna put one up against against it, and I will fight you about it. I know. We already got rid of All Time Low, and you know how bad that hurt me. We're really lucky the main was not on here. I'm <laughs> scratching myself. I'm so stressed. <laughs> all right, Fallout Boy in the Academy is. Wait, why wasn't the main on there? I don't know. It should be. Like, what the fuck? It should be in place of, like, the get-up kids or something. Yeah. Or All right. Some, some, one of those weird ones. I've got to put the Academy is above Fallout Boy. And that's probably a personal bias. Yeah, I think it's Fallout Boy for sure. And we can go with Fallout Boy. Because they've had more mainstream success. But I was always a bigger fan of the Academy is. 
All right. Well, how about we do the right side last two before we do the others? Because the other two are going to be the yeah. right side. I can already feel well, it. Well, no, because so here's what it's going to do. It's going to put yellow card up against AFI. And then my chem up against Fallout Boy. And then. Yeah. Oh, that's what it does? Oh. So oh, AFI okay. versus yellow card. I don't know how basketball works, apparently. Well, you're not seeing this the way that I am. All right. So if it's AFI and yellow card, we're going to go AFI because it's your all-time favorite. That's very nice of you. <laughs> but, well, here's the thing. <laughs> AFI is still pretty relevant. Yellow card hasn't really done much. Well, yellow card broke up. Yeah. So I think AFI has to win here. I'm, I'm still going to say as far as emo bands go, I think AFI is more solidly grounded. But... Mm -hmm. Again, personal biases. This is all just so subjective. Well, the winner there is AFI. And then MCR and Fall Out Boy. My cam. Do I even My cam. have to... S yeah. Okay, and here's what I'm going to propose for our sound off here. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so we are named after My Chem. But I talk about AFI more. Yes. So really, whose podcast is it? But my proposal is that we're each going to come up with a lesser known song. And the other person has to listen to the other song. And then we'll reconvene. And we'll make it a matter of the songs. A battle of songs. All right. Okay, but okay. But here's the thing. We're still biased. We're both still going to be biased at the end of this. No, but we can more objectively, I think, pit together two lesser known songs. And see which song is better. It just can't be Are like you? one of the bops. Like you can't give me Black Parade and I can't give you Girls Not Gray. Okay, cool. Sounds good. You're going to have to give me a second. Oh, it's going to take me 10 minutes to decide. Will you have more to choose between two? The reason this is really hard is because I, at, at this point in my life, I don't know which ones were bops and which ones weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having trouble deciding. Do you just want to do two songs? Um, I mean, that's fine. Because I've narrowed it down to two as well, and I can't decide. Okay, fine. That works for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, so which ones am I listening to? All right, yours are Thank You for the Venom and You Know What They Do Like Us. Do you know what they do to guys like us in prison? And yours are Still a Stranger and A Deep Slow Panic. We picked very different eras in music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very, very different eras. <laughs> so what I'm going to contend is that my chem is definitely, definitely more emo. I don't think I relate to my chem the same way that I used to. I don't think it aged for me quite as well. well but I know you feel see, the opposite. Yeah, and here's the thing about it. Because I wanted to pick Cemetery Drive. But I wasn't sure if that constituted as a bop. As I said, 
I'm not sure which songs are bops and which ones aren't anymore because they're all. So I just picked ones that didn't have a star next to them. Cemetery Drive didn't, but I know a lot of people know that song. But that's my favorite My Camp song. But, um, I don't know. I think it's part of it is just I like the way that the music is. Like, just without, without, without lyrics, without anything else, the music itself, I just, I think that it is not necessarily better, but it's just objectively more my speed. As I like it. It's. I think that yeah. it's, it doesn't go out, I guess. And that's funny because I feel the opposite. Like, I understand that it's unique. And that's, like, what's really, like, earned them their reputation as, like, the kings of emo is because they're so unique sounding in the same way that Panic! at the Disco is. It's just nobody else does it like them. Right. It's just not music that I tend to gravitate toward. And I think we're finding that, like... <laughs> I gravitate towards bands like AFI and Taking Back Sunday and, like, brand new. I think we just have inherently, like, differently rooted. Yeah, uh, yeah, because All Time Low is my all-time favorite band. Like, they've been my favorite band for forever. Right. And, like, they're not, like, as big a thing for you, you know? It's not like... Yeah. Which is funny because they're my hometown band. Yeah, but then, like, My Chemical Romance is right there with them. So, like, I get why, like, that's the reason that we're having such a hard time with this is because My Chemical Romance is the same thing to me as AFI is to you. I know. I know. It's hard. But here's the thing is I will let you, I will let you have this one. Oh, I was going to say we just make it a tie. Oh, we could. But here's the thing is I think, here's where it's hard for me is because Jade is a fantastic fucking songwriter and guitarist and I have like such a hard time being like my chem is better from a technical standpoint I think lyrically sometimes AFI's lyrics are better but I don't like the way that like I like I feel like it's not that I I didn't mean like I said I don't like but like I feel like sometimes the the way that the words are put into the song it doesn't sound like that's the way it should be to me and so like i think it's gonna do one thing and it does something else which is usually a good thing yeah but i think it throws me off a little bit but the lyrics are generally good i love the lyrics that's not an issue at all yeah davy majored in english in college like he's a poet it's like the way that he says words in in the song sometimes is like and he hears, but like that's also a Fallout Boy thing, so I don't know really why that bothers me in one case and doesn't in the other. Yeah, he's also very hard to understand in their early music, which to me, like I would say, their earlier music, like Sing the Sorrow, not their early early stuff, because their early stuff is way like super punk. But Sing the Sorrow and like December Underground, I'd say, are the two albums that they align most closely with. Um, mm. Mike and he is objectively hard to understand. Well, I think that's part of it is is like so. My Chemical Romance is so theatrical, and I think that's what draws me to it, just because it's like it 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 gives me more of a feeling because I feel like there's more of a story there, even if that's not necessarily true. I it's like I can see the story happening, and I can 
feel it happening. Whereas I don't feel that as much with AFI personally. But I know that you probably do. Yeah, and see, yeah. God, it's funny. It's just connecting to the music different ways. Isn't that crazy? My heart hurts because I love both of them. Like, I truly do. And it's like, I can't, I can't say one thing about one of them without feeling bad for the other. (laughs) It's so hard to compare two of the, like, greatest emo bands of all time. Like, it's, it's hard. Titans. Because objectively, I mean, they're totally different. They're completely different. And it's not even really fair to compare them because they're not the same thing. Emo is what they have in common, you know? For the sake of crowding a winner, I'm okay with having I feel like it's only fair since we um, kind of plagiarized them. We named the podcast after. (laughs) For our title. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to crop crop. I'm going to have to crop out. Like, (laughs) I'm going to have to cry for 10 years after this. But I'm also going to have to crop out like a good portion of just listening to songs and not speaking. (laughs) Um, If you guys want to find us somewhere... We are on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Not Okay Pod. We do not post much on Twitter, so like you might not even go check that, to be honest. But we do post on Instagram, so go check that out. Quite um, a bit. Yes. Like a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> and then um, if you want to email us, you can email us at I'm Not Okay Pod at gmail.com. If you want to um, follow us on Facebook, we have a Facebook page called I'm Not Okay at Podcast and a Facebook group called I'm Not Okay Podcast Group. And I think that's all the things. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm Stormy. We never introduced ourselves because we suck so bad at this podcast. Oh. But I'm Stormy and you can follow me at Slummy Thomas on Instagram and Slummy underscore Thomas on Twitter. And also, I am at Slummy Thomas on TikTok now, if you want to find that. I've been posting a lot of TikToks lately. I still don't get TikTok. I I love TikTok. <laughs> I'm Brashbat on Instagram, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> no TikTok for... If I'm an old person, I don't know how to TikTok, and I don't know how to tweet. <laughs> also, this is I'm Not Okay Podcast. Hey! Goodbye! Bye! <laughs>